Welcome back to another ESL podcast. I am your host, Arsenio, as usual. And today we're getting back into sales. We're going to be discussing product development, along with the audio that I'm going to tune in at the very, very end. But guys, we, we need to talk about product development. It's all about getting better. This is like having a growth mindset. A growth mindset, obviously, this is what is now emerging in the Thailand culture scape. A lot of people are beginning to talk about this because once you commit to the development of your mind, you'll begin to find your passion in life. This is what I was discussing on my personal development podcast. A lot of people are, are up in the air in regards to not knowing what they want to go after in their life, but... I didn't know what I wanted to go after at the beginning of 2016 until I went into personal development. So when we think about product development and developing your mind, product development cannot develop without you developing your mind, right? So let's look at Apple, for instance. After the death of Steve Jobs, has Apple really developed? Is the iPad, the second generation that I got probably back in, in late 2011, is that the same iPad as today's iPad, minus a couple of features? Just about. The interface is the same. How about the iPhone 6, which is the latest iPhone that I got? This came out like five years, almost six years ago. As a matter. Oh, I think it is six years ago to this date. Um, is it the same? Is it the same as the iPhone 12? Okay, maybe not the camera, maybe not the video. But other than that, the applications and everything else, maybe the CPU is obviously a little bit faster. There really isn't much development. And this is why Apple is third in sales right now. So when I talk about product development, guys, I uh, uh, obviously look at my development, look at my podcast development, look at the development of everything, look at the development of my life in general. If you look at your life, and how you've developed in English over the last 365 days, where would you rate yourself? Okay, this is not only talking about sales and product development, but we're talking about life too. Because if you are the same individual you were 365 days ago, the majority of the universe has progressed and you have stayed the same. My family has not developed since the 90s. However, I decided to, to develop and they thought I was crazy. They think I'm weird because I decided to develop myself. See, if I were still doing the same grammatical different podcast as I was in 2018, there's no way I would be achieving insane stats and the stats that are coming in on a routine basis in present day. No way, no way. Because I developed, I had to develop my mind and then I started executing on ideas and they worked. All of my podcasts, to be honest with you, if I go back to 2018, even the beginning of 2019, even interviewees I brought around or brought onto my podcast from Bulgaria, from Estonia, from Germany, those podcasts have less plays than the podcasts I'm putting out in present day. Why? Because I developed since then as an interviewer, right? So let's look at product development at the place I'm working at right now. This is really, really interesting stuff because yesterday I was in class and I have a class of seven students at a tutorial center, 1 p.m. on Sunday. 
And I'm over here discussing, uh, you know, and I asked one of my favorite students, her name's Kai Mook, and I said, Kai Mook, what happened to Fa? Fa was a girl that I thought, and I anticipated her renewing, but she never did. And I just sat there and I'm like, well, this doesn't make any sense. Why didn't she re renew? Because the last three weeks, she spoke more English in the last three weeks than she spoke in the previous two courses. So I finally asked Kai Mook, I said, Kai Mook, where's Fa? She's like, oh, she's downstairs. 70 year old girl retorted. And I said, what, and at the British Council? She said, yeah, on the 10th floor, she's learning English there. I said, the British Council. So what happened? What made mom, as I saw her looking very interested, sitting at the counter discussing rates and stuff like that and going back and forth, what made mom choose the British Council? It certainly wasn't the teacher. Was it the front office staff? Or was it the overall product in general? Because if we look at products, what makes language centers stand out? What makes trainers like me stand out over everyone else? It's the development of myself. What made one of the biggest banks in Thailand get back in contact with me a year later after the pandemic and said, man, we want Arsenio and only Arsenio. We want no one else. Why? Because they know that I've developed since then and they know exactly what they will be getting. So again, going back to the situation at hand, and if we look at all the language centers here, you have to do better than just Prom it's not so much a promise. We don't do too, too much empty promises here. But if we look at the classes, there's just a whiteboard here. The job I worked at three years ago in Bronxit, they at least had computers. And these computers, along with these huge interactive whiteboards, could have played a pivotal role in speaking exercises, having storybooks and opening them up and having the students speak along with the same accent, the intonation, the the rise and the fall and, you know, the, the, the particular stress and everything. But the, thing, the problem is I can only do everything based on my laptop. And it's not good enough when you have a class of seven students. So again, the parents, they come in every day and they're like, well, this place is the same I've seen the last two years. I'm going to try a new place. Why? Because the manager here, he looks more at playing on the defense than actually giving the teachers what they need, the resources that we need. He is not a spender. He's more of a stingy type. And this is how, and this is why over the last two years, we've lost all the students in the world. And this is obviously why I've switched to online. But again, think of it, customer requests. That's one of them. How can you develop your product? Well, customer requests, you have to hear them. There's a lot of reviewers on a YouTube that talk about, you know, different Apple products and say, oh, can you do this? Can you do that? Do you think Apple listens? No, absolutely not. They don't listen to the majority of any requests. Like the interface is still the same since like 2007. Nothing is changing with Apple and it's very, very disheartening. But at the same time, if we look at and we fast forward to, you know, what they could have done just by listening to the customers they probably could have improved vastly. And so that's one of the key cornerstones of developing your product and developing you in general. So again, when I did my, my, my coaching, the, what is it, the training at the workshops, the back-to-back -back weeks at a hotel for one of the biggest banks here in Thailand, I looked at all the, what is it, the, the recommendations and stuff, it all came back absolutely positive. 
Why? Because guess what? That's who I am. I tell myself that I need to exceed the expectations. And of course, from a personal development and a trainer and a high performance trainer perspective, that's exactly what I do. I have to label everything out. Okay, what energy am I going to bring in? Okay, what am I going to do this time? What can I do this time? How can I throw a curveball at him? How can I do this? How can I do that? So again, if I do something big this time, they might have another project next month and another five next year. Do you guys get what I'm saying? So listening to the customer requests and making tweaks can mean all the difference in the world. How about new features? Apple, obviously no new features, but if we look here and if the parents come in and the parents come in and realize, oh my God, you guys have computers in your room now. Oh my God, you guys have interactive whiteboards that the teachers can use now to save their work to play some of the storybooks. You guys have a TV that you could do this, you could do that. There was another language center that I worked at way on the outskirts of town, very difficult to get there from here based on you know just traffic jams and whatnot. But every room had a TV, every room had a computer, every room had air conditioning. Every, well, obviously this place does too, but it's a very, very relaxing environment. It's very lighting. And so that is, someone who's much younger than, of course, the person who I'm working for right now. And so the reason why I'm telling you guys all these stories is if you don't look at ways that you can develop not only your product, but you in general, and you're the same person you were last year, this is how people get beat. Blockbuster lost heavily because they thought people were going to continue going to a place called a video store well into the 2000s and then netflix came along and said hey we have cds remember those big red i don't know if you guys know uh maybe out there in america but netflix would have those really really big red boxes sitting just about everywhere and they would be titled netflix and they were on dvd i never really understood because i saw them and i'm like what the hell is netflix but i always bypassed them until they developed the application and now you're telling me i could sign up with the subscription and get hundreds of movies at my disposal without going anywhere? Blockbuster thought that was crazy. And guess what? They lost. So in saying that, um, you know, even with online product, online is actually much better because I can actually save the audio. I can save the video. I can go back and look at, you know, we could look at a, a comparison and contrast the differences between, you know, the first time they came into class and the last time they came into class seeing the differences. That's how I post it and put things together on my podcast also. It's all about the development. What new features can you add? I remember teaching this to one of the, oh my God, it was a lady that had like three businesses, lived at one of the most expensive, con or I think does currently, I have no idea. She disappeared right when everything had fallen flat with the whole uh, pandemic back in March. But you know, I was talking to her about product development. Okay, how are you doing this? Okay, what do you do with this? Okay, talk to me about your product because I know everything about sales. This is what I do. This is what I love to do. They're not buying the product. They're buying me. This is how I get random people on my Facebook page say, hey, you know what? I'm interested in this. I'm interested. I'm interested. I get people following me on Instagram. I get you wonderful listeners following me because again, you guys hear that passion. I got a, a Facebook recommendation, a review out of nowhere. And it was a, a guy who I had never met before. I think I had seen him one time. 
and from Vietnam. And he said, oh, my God, you can see the passion and, his, you know, and him doing this and doing that and all that stuff. And because, again, I don't have to sell myself. What I do and how I do it and how I perform is the overall selling point. So, again, this is what you guys need to think of going forward with your life in general. How can you continue to develop so you can always stay ahead of the game? Because if you don't, this is how other people will end up passing you. This language center I work for right now, who knows how much longer they're going to be there. I don't know how much work they have at the other branches and locations, but they, are, they decided not to renew the contract at one of the, uh, at one of the busiest locations. And it was actually good that they did it because that location was much, it was very old and a lot of different things. But, you know, at this location, it's doing really bad. Other than Saturday and Sunday, there's nothing coming in. Oh, let's do marketing. We're going to set up a booth. Booths don't work anymore. You need to go where the customers are. Where are your customers? Who are your customers? And you know what? If you stick a lady at the entrance of, an, uh, of a subway station, at one of the biggest shopping plazas in Bangkok, handing out brochures, how many of those individuals do you think are going to look at the brochure? Again, you have to find more effective ways of getting your product in front of people, let alone if you have the right teachers or trainers or whatever you wanna call them in place, they will get a lot of referrals. I'm gonna give you this last thing before we actually get into the, into the listening portion. A girl that I had learned with, I'm sorry, not learned with, who I had taught maybe about two years ago. I saw her all of a sudden again. And I looked at her and I'm like, okay, well, she looks very familiar. So I went to the front desk and I was like, oh my God, it's you. Because I completely forgot because I only taught her probably about six, eight out, six to eight hours back in 2018. But she ended up going to Australia. She speaks really good English now. She was very shy before, but now she's very outgoing. It's phenomenal. And guess what? The lady at the front, they were like, hey, she requested you. See, when you ooze with that passion and you ooze with that enthusiasm, they will always come back. They'll always come back. They'll always come to mind. If any of my students out there in the world, and again, this is how I ended up, you know, generating a lot of different students, like around the Saudi Arabia, uh, the United Arab Emirates and Philippines, because they said, oh my God, I know a really good guy. He did this for me. He did this for me. He did this for me. That's called word of mouth, which I spoke about before. And so again, me continuing to develop and seeing different ways that I can get better at what I do. That's exactly what I aim for every single day. And that's what you should aim for too. So with that being said, guys, we're going to be listening to Pro Home. It's a consumer electronics manufacturer. The company had decided to launch a new washing machine, but some salespeople from key regions have been asked to discuss the new product with the product development team. So what we're gonna do, we're gonna listen to this specific audio and then we're gonna go from there. But again, before I do it, I messed up on the last audio just a little bit. And so I'm gonna make sure I hurry up and screen share because if I don't screen share, it's going to be an app. So it said, guys, here is the audio. You make sure- Track five. Yes, I'm fine to say. Right. Yes, okay. right. So, hi everyone. Thanks for coming. So, the objective today is to find out what's happening in your market so that we can make sure the new product lines are as good as they can be. We're really excited to get everyone's views before we start designing. So, would anyone like to make a start? 
Well, uh, I'd like to start by talking about size. Recently, there's been a real move away from large machines in my market. Uh, people seem to favour smaller machines these days. Yes, I'd support that. More people seem to be buying smaller properties, so we're seeing a rise in demand for smaller machines. OK, so maybe something smaller than what we've produced in the past. Anything else? Yes, I get a lot of requests for different colours. There's less interest in the traditional colours, black, white and chrome, and a greater focus on brighter colours like red and green. I can't say I've seen the same thing. Demand for our core colours is pretty much stable. However, considerably more customers are interested in having more custom colour options. There's definitely an increased preference for more choice. OK, that's great. I'll put these ideas together and send everyone a summary of our discussion later in the week. So that is how a meeting works, discussing different things from different regions, right? So you heard the different accents. You have a British accent, you have an Indian accent, you have a couple of other accents. But again, everyone has their own needs. Those different, um, what is it, the, the groups that they actually cater to, the audience, the people, the buyers, they're all different in different countries. So it's very, very important that you discuss all of them and say, okay, well, listen, it's different over here than it is here because of this. Okay, they love custom, uh, they like to have more custom color choices and they do this. And so, again, having someone who puts, together, uh, puts together a group like that, a team, to discuss these things, it's very critically important for the growth of a company. The reason why I say that is because if you look at Apple, they know how to advertise to different markets, right? So if we look at the markets such as uh, Malaysia, they know that Malaysians love taking pictures, they love taking photos. So they're gonna put bulletin boards up with photos and how the, you know, the marketing is in regards to, you know, oh, I'm sorry, not the marketing is, but how, effective the phone is or how great the camera is on the phone because they know that the Malaysians love taking photos. That's a great way to cater to an audience, knowing what your audience likes. See, that's someone part of the marketing team. And so you're going to have to develop things for specific regions because you know that all things aren't the same. It's like TOEFL IBT. You know, what they do is they give the book to a teacher okay, here in Thailand at a language center. And they say, okay, teach TOEFL. And then this teacher is going through the, uh, these obsolete books that really don't focus on, you know, TOEFL whatsoever. And then this is why the students always underscore and get between 80 and 90 out here in Thailand. It's because they don't have the correct resources. And the thing, what they should do is with the ridiculous marketing teams at some of these language centers, along with the practice managers, whatever you want to call them, they should all come together and say, how can we make it better? How can we make it better? What can I do for you to make it better? But the thing is, a lot of people, they're just for money rather than development. And they think that for money is always going to work, but they're going to crash and burn. And to be honest with you, if we look at this language center right now, I think in a five-year period, they will be no more. They will be no more. And this is one of the biggest issues because he has the ability to make it different and to stand out from all the other competition that's literally right beneath us on the 10th floor, the 6th floor, the 5th floor, the 4th floor, going all the way down. There is a ton of competition. What makes us better? 
And that's the problem because he doesn't think of it from that perspective. And so guys, that is the podcast for today. Thank you so much for tuning in to another ESL podcast. If you guys have all of the write-up in regards to these two things that I talked about today, along with the email, looking at empirical data and everything, it's available on my Business English Badge on Patreon. $20 a month gives you a lot of access to different interviews, to different, a lot of stuff over there. So again, if you guys are interested, make sure you reach out to me. And with that being said, you better stay tuned for more. I'm your host, as always, over and out.